to be Saturday. What day is it today? Wednesday. Exactly. writer and critic Virat Nehru. Oh, hello, hello. And Sydney filmmaker Chris Evans. Peace. Now we have a pretty fun weekend ahead of us because the Sydney Underground Film Festival is kicking off tomorrow night at Marrickville's Factory Theatre and we have with us the festival director Stefan Vipescu to talk all things Sydney Underground Lucky 13. Stefan, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. And we also have with us Brian Fisher. Brian is the director of Kino Sydney along with Christina. And sh- and here's has a big weekend ahead of us, as do we, because SF3 is going into its fifth year at events in George Street, and the gala finals, as well as a whole weekend of smart home filmmaking, are happening this weekend. And the finals are happening on Sunday night. And Brian has a film in the festival. Brian, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Cannot wait. And that's not the only film Brian has a festival. Brian has a film in because uh, Brian, and full disclosure, myself and. Chris as well worked on a couple of features at the Take Features. 40. Features. <laughs> shorts. 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 Very, very shorts. shorts. They were limited we to. We are so humble here at Film Fight Club. I love it, guys. I felt it had the ambition of a feature. It, but it was three minutes and five seconds of credits. And then it's part of the Take 48 screening, which we're very keen to talk about very shortly. But first, we want to hear the City Underground Film Festival. It's going through its 13th year. We're going to talk about some of the individual screenings. But what do you have planned for City Underground 2019? Um, well, we've got, I mean, we've got some killer films, but opening with Beach Bum from Harmony Corinne, um, and because he, it was his take on a stoner comedy, um, he wanted to sort of make Cheech and Chong in his own vision. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he, um, he got Snoop Dogg in there, lots of, um, pot smoking, and because of that, we're going to have some, um, odorama to it as well. We're going to, um, sort of. Uh, scent the hazer with cannabis. That's <laughs> if um, uh, if um, the bloody uh, what do you call it? customs don't <laughs> screw us up. Yeah, we, we we don't want them to get. They, they shouldn't be getting in the way of this. No, no, no they, they, they absolutely should. <laughs> but not. it's it's like it's tradition that Sydney Underground Film Festival has to have some kind of border control dispute yeah. <laughs> every year, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. there is some <laughs> some sort of contraband noise. Yeah. <laughs> but um, oh, if it screws up, you know, it's just BYO then. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, seven p.m. on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you may want to get there at six. Just. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so that, that's for opening, and of course closing. We've got the lodge uh, with Severin Fiala and um, uh, Veronica Franz doing that, um, and that's going to be a bit of a, a, a interesting film. Actually, um, we're going to have security guards there making sure people aren't <laughs> filming it off the screen. <laughs> I know the Underground Film Festival. You know, it's a little edgy. You can do some. You can get away with a lot of stuff there, but you can't get away with that. Well, you can try. <laughs> See what the security guards have to say. Challenge thrown down. Yeah, it's not my security guards. It's the distributor security guards. So okay. We just have to oh, pay so for it. That, that's not part of the act. Okay, I thought that was part of you know. Cannabis security guards. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. You can see if it was part of the act. <laughs> like, again, it's not from our end. So, it was the only way we could get that film. So, yeah. And Riley Coe, big feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she's fantastic in it. Um, and um, oh, there's also um, the chick out of Clueless, sorry. Um, Silverstone? Silver, Silverstone? Alicia Silverstone, yeah, I'm terrible. Of course, to me, she'll always be the chick out of Batman and Robin. And, oh. and out of, what's the Lanthimos film, the terrible one, Killing a Sacred Deer? No, no. she'll be, always be Bad Girl. Yeah. Okay, fair. No, she'll, she'll always be Cher, please. I mean, wait, please. did you just call Killing a Sacred Deer a terrible film? It was, film. It was pretty bad. We talk, we, 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 moving we on. Reviewed it. Move, moving on. Uh, but I've heard with this film, there was quite, I, I know... I have a few friends who've seen it. I haven't caught it yet, but there is, as I understand, a very contentious twist towards the end, and that has um, divided 
um, at least some of the audiences that I know did see this film. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. You do hear mixed reports. Like, I, I really liked it. I, I thought it was a little bit, I mean, it was like endless mixed with, I don't know, Shining for me or something, you know. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, it, it does it does divide people, you know. I, I love a closing night film that divides people, so. <laughs> Good. I remember, I remember the endless screening very fondly with the best film introduction to a film I've ever seen without overstatement. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, they're great. No, I think Mandy, yeah, when that screened, and that was such an experience seeing that. Oh, my God. Yes, that was the closing night. Uh, was that last year? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was one of our bestsellers. That, it actually was really in contention with um, the other one that divided um, everyone, um, the Paul, Sh- Paul Schrader film. No. Um, oh, first um, film? No, um the canyons. canyons canyons yeah that, that was like 500 strong we had to open under the cinema and everyone walked out just wanting to punch <laughs> punch each other because one, one's going it's brilliant it's genius and the one's like i want to kill you it's the worst thing i've ever seen hasn't he had <laughs> such an interesting weird late career like the canyons and then first reformed yeah, yeah. what a one-two punch <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> i wouldn't call it a one-two punch but it's more like a I don't know. Yeah, more like a fist bump. (laughs) 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 But it's not the only film screening. There's many films screening at the festival. One, I've actually caught Braid, which is what saturated, drenched. I've never seen, uh, sorry, rarely seen such a color palette, such a diverse one ever applied to a movie. Yeah, that's really awesome. Like, you know, someone suggested that we should divide our films by drugs. Like, you know, like, <laughs> that's an LSD one, that's a mushroom one, it's a DMT one. I don't know what the hell that one is. Like, maybe mushrooms. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I admit I don't know. It's, it's, it's beyond... PCP or something. Yeah, it's, it's pure stratification. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's and just got, like that, it's not my favorite episode, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going pretty well. And we also have... Um, we, we were talking just off about... Air about um, um, Use Me, but who were just starring a... A cam girl. Yeah, Sierra Lynch, yeah. But this has, um, actually segueing, I, I do want to talk about that, but segueing back to this Madeline Brew, who was in cam last year. Yeah. Absolutely superb actress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's really good in Braid, and she's doing, has an amazing oh, career. I didn't realize that connection, because I watched cam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> right, she, yeah. I, 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 I remember her from Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. recognize her. Yeah. She's, she's, she's seamless in everything she does. Yeah, no, th- that was a fantastic cast, and to see women in that position as well, and sort of, yeah, yeah. Um, Yes, really awesome film. Um, uh, I wish I could um, tell you, I wasn't really totally following her career. I did watch her in camp. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any particular strands running across the program of the festival this year that you noticed? Yeah, well, as I was saying before, like for some weird reason, we kind of have like all these different shades of wacky comedy. Yeah, like, it's like. WTF sort of comedy like Greener Grass the one about someone lends their baby to a neighbor and it turns into a dog or something like that yeah she gives her baby away (laughs) right (laughs) and um and then she's only still she's only got one child but then her one child turns into a dog um and it's it's kind of like Pleasantville on acid because no one seems to react like normal human beings will react and so you're kind of going what the fuck? Like, you know, what's Isn't going that on? Like basically, every millennial dream, you know, that you know your child turns. <laughs> right, your dream. Yeah, 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 for babies. <laughs> yeah, people don't want to have children anymore. I hope not for the continuation of the species, but sure. I noticed that just going through the program, a lot of the films, I could not understand <laughs> what I was reading. Yeah, yeah. Right, the, the, what is it? Jesus. Shows you the highway. Shows you the way to the highway. Shows you the way to the highway. Well, like I could not make heads or tails. It's kind of yeah, and that one's kind of like this weird 
Inception thing, like where people go into alternate realities and it's a CIA mission. It's just really messed up. Like it's right. uh, uh, like I was saying, it's like on the level of Craig Baldwin mock up on me sort of thing. And it's all stop frame animation. Well, not all, but a lot of stop frame animation and yeah, you're just going, who the hell made this? How could they make this? <laughs> <laughs> like what sort of drugs do they need to make this? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we've got a, a lot of wacky ones like Art of Self-Defense as well. It's oh, yeah. like really dark. These guys so saw that in Melbourne. I, I haven't. Brad has. Brad did? Yeah, yeah. I, it's, look, it's so, so dumb, but it's so fun <laughs> yeah. because it's so dumb. <laughs> it's, especially the endings, like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, and it's, but like, you know, and it's, I don't know, like, I haven't had so much fun in a cinema because sometimes you just try to over-intellectualize everything. Yeah. And, and there was there was a critique of masculinity in there, and that's oh, why yeah. people liken it to Fight Club or something. Yeah. But, you know, that's where it ends, I think. Like. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Fight Clubs, um, that reminds me of the, the famous challenge from the legendary Uwe Boll. Oh, so you, yes. So you have yes, Fuck You All, yes. the Uwe Boll story. Yes. yes. <laughs> we can say that because it's in the title, guys. That, yeah. that is one of your best segues, Chris. He's so <laughs> famous for boxing some of his critics. Yeah. Back when, in their earlier, more innocent, arguably, days of the internet, everyone was obsessed with hating this guy for some reason. <laughs> it was some kind of like... You know, um, like the you remember when nerds were all crying out, "You raped my childhood!" to George Lucas about Indiana Jones, oh, yeah. so much so that it was on South Park. Yeah. It was sort of like a, a smaller demographic of people had that reaction about video games. Like you've ruined the esteemed video game Blood Blood Rain or whatever Blood something. Um, so but I have to punch you, Uwe Ball. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like as much as he is a pretty bad filmmaker, um, he was smart enough to be one of the first to do that to sort of option video games and yeah, to, which to, is pretty clever to do like, direct to video trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how is this documentary? Because I hear lots of uh, interesting things about the man himself. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's completely. Um, you know, painting an interesting portrait of him and stuff. The my only critique of it is that, like, because I saw the guy live at one of his um, premieres accidentally um, and <laughs> nobody nobody goes yeah. to see him intentionally yeah. <laughs> I was just came out okay <laughs> yeah well we came out going who the it's hell the is this guy but I never forgot life. his name you know and and the second time he crossed my path was with um, you know Vixen Velvet yes o- originally it was meant to be called Zombie Massacre right and then when we released it we're like oh shit there's another film on the internet being released in the same year called Zombie Massacre. It was Uwe Boll, <laughs> which made me go, oh, shit, what sort of filmmaker? Fixed Velvet Zombie Massacre, I still one of my funnest screenings. It was the late night one, I think, on a Saturday. And, oh, just the idea of all the, the entire community and the fire and emergency service coming together to give this low-budget film this massive epic-scale destruction budget for the final sequence. It was great. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm curious. What was the critique? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so um, I don't think they really paint... I think they were kind to him because he's far more douchey than what the documentary ends on. Sort of. right. Whether he, he had some sort of final cut scene or not, right. that's my critique yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Everyone seems to be saying like, "Oh, he's actually not that bad now." I think because it's become really trendy to hate, to like just despise internet man babies. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> so they're defined as as his enemy. But yeah, he did always <laughs> come off as a douche. Yeah, yeah. I, I so. mean, you're never taking that away from me. He's a douche. <laughs> yeah. and he does make bad films. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, now, um, 
what I'm really keen to talk about is something we every year you come to stuff and it's usually just it's four days a year, which are great. But we had a bit of a lead in this year because we were involved in the Take 48, oh, 48 yeah. hour competition. It's the first time you've run it. Can you tell us about it and what we had to look forward to? Yeah, so, I mean, it was insanely successful. You know, like we hardly had time to promote it and stuff like that. And we had 150 entrants. And um, uh, we ended up with 31 films, so 31 groups, um, uh, which, which is great. And, um, yeah, and I only had a quick skim through the films because I'm not one of the judges so I'm, I'm like oh, I'll just enjoy it on the night with everyone else um, but the stuff that I saw I, I couldn't believe some like people could make this in 48 hours like um, yeah some would just like blew my mind like some of the ones that I saw um, they were like hand animated ones and then the one with the effects I think you know Oliver the team Bonifant. yeah yeah, yeah. Good um, friend of Phil good friend oh, that blew my mind yeah and then other ones that were just like so insanely choreographed like I'm just like how do you get that together in 48 hours yeah so uh, so I'm really looking forward to the screening it's almost sold out um, and um, yeah it's it's going to be a packed screening it's going to be great and thank god Sony sort of given away some good prizes as well as Red Giant and stuff like that so um, hopefully we can get him there on the night actually and give away the camera and stuff like that so that'd be cool Good. yeah Good. it's hard to be more underground than that kind of filmmaking is it yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, but we definitely um oh god i would love to run it during the festival except you know yeah i, yeah, I, I would be amazing yeah movies. yeah <laughs> but brian you participated in take 48 too um how did you find the weekend well, it, yeah, it was fantastic. Um, really grateful for Stefan and the stuff uh, organisers to, to put it on. Um, I have done a few 48-hour challenges before through uh, through Kino in Sydney and Kino in Melbourne. Um, so uh, like those other challenges, I went in without any preparation whatsoever, uh, unlike some, some other people, I'm sure, who had some scripts and, you know, <coughs> um, choreographed. I don't know to whom you're referring. Please continue. Uh, Mic problems. <laughs> um, yeah, so I tried to make things simple for myself and decided to remove the whole colour grading uh, process by filming in black and white and trying to look arty. Uh, which I think kind of, kind of. You always is. look arty, Brian. <laughs> well, especially with Chris on in front of the camera, it looks extra arty as well. So uh, thanks, Chris. Um, but yeah, it was a fantastic experience. Um, really great um, kind of hub that you had set up at. Um, it's a good space at Sydney Uni at the um, sleeping quarters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sleeping and lots quarters. of Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a they had a Red Bull fridge. Very great. Like just <laughs> a giant Red Bull can full of Red Bull cans. <laughs> That is yeah, a necessary. I, I, I don't think just, I need anything else yeah. in life. It, no, was, it was a necessary. <laughs> so. We'll get a meth dealer next. Right. And then you'll be really amazed at yeah. the films we can make. Customs is just poked up. Suddenly, my attention spans. Yeah. <laughs> They're all fragmented <laughs> narratives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much well, fun. Five different <laughs> versions of train spotting. And I've actually had the great fortune of seeing a couple of the films since the festival oh, um cool. and so i, I yeah, i've seen maybe what four or five well now, you've seen more than 20, me <laughs> god i have 26 <laughs> left to go so i'm so yeah. happy for that and we're going to be back talking in a moment more about some short filmmaking and stuff and sf3 the smartphone flick fest stay tuned and we'll be right back on film fight club be inspired by in-depth interviews with some of australia's leading journalists Meet the Journalists is a public series of events where current journalism students interview some of your favourite speakers and writers. 
You can share in this experience too by listening to the podcast or attending the live events in person. Meet the Journalists' latest season includes David Spears, Fran Kelly, Richard Cook and Emma Alberici. Google UTS Meet the Journalists to find out more. UTS School of Communication sponsors 2SER. The Faber Writing Academy is the writing school inside Australia's leading independent publisher, Allen & Unwin. They help people get started writing and stay the distance, and their courses are run by publishing experts. If you're writing a novel, non-fiction, or setting out on your own writing career, the Faber Writing Academy can help. Visit faberwritingacademy.com.au to find out more. To SER Sponsors. Sydney Latin American Film Festival is on now, our city's most fun and vibrant celebration of independent cinema. Discover an eclectic and vibrant mix of stories focusing on the festival themes of migration, human rights and social justice. Running from September 4th to 21st at Dendi Opera Keys, Addison Road Picture House and now also at Kasula Powerhouse. And of course, don't miss out on their famous parties. For tickets and more information, head to slaff.org.au. 2SCR is a media partner of Sydney Latin American Film Festival. Sydney Fringe Festival is taking over Hurstville Plaza. Catch three nights of free comedy, theatre and live music at Fringeville from 6pm on Friday 20th, Saturday 21st and Sunday 22nd of September. There'll be food trucks, a pop-up bar, light installations and free entertainment throughout the night. And of course, Hurstville Entertainment Centre will have plenty of other fringe shows throughout September. Check out the What's On page at georgesriver.nsw.gov.au for the full list of events coming to you this month. Georges River Council. And welcome back to Film Fight Club. So we are here with Stephen Pescu from Sydney Underground Film Festival and Brian Fisher from Kino Sydney talking all things Sydney Underground and SF3, the Smartphone Flick Fest. SF3 continues into its fifth year this weekend. It is its biggest year. It has got more record entries than any other year. It is screening at events in George Street throughout the weekend. There's SF360, which is the VR component. There's the first smartphone feature film they're airing. Um, that is premiere, world premiere at the New Zealand International Film Festival. It's incredible that... Um, they put out the entries and hey we have a smartphone feature and the story behind this blue moon screening 7 o'clock on Saturday it's incredible Um, the idea that they had 36 hours to access the location and shot it on an iPhone like I love these stories and then also on the Sunday we have the SF3 gala it's the 5th gala and we have the you know the the networking events in the afternoon but then we have the gala finals and one of the finalists is Brian Brian can you tell us about your film that got into one of the top 10 entries for SF3 2019 yeah well we're pretty stoked um, about this uh, this film Um, Kenny Fu who wrote and directed it um, I shot it and cut it and did some of the sound on it Um, yeah it was amazing Um, it was the first film we'd actually shot on a phone before um, we were actually making it for a Kino screening last year for a Halloween screening. And, um, yeah, because Kenny, you know, tends to, you know, his ideas tend to get bigger and bigger and bigger. It went beyond the scope of a Kino film. So we just kept filming it over a number of months, like last year and into this year. And, um, yeah, came across a whole lot of problems that we had to, uh, to figure out, but, um, yeah, we overcame those challenges and, yeah, it was it was amazing. We added some visual effects in. We really discovered uh, a lot about how to shoot on a phone, and uh, and uh, yeah, um, yeah, really stoked that um, it's made the list in an like an international competition. Like, there's some great yeah, there's some international entries in this competition, which I'm pretty stoked about. So, looking forward to seeing how it comes up on a big screen. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's pretty few. There's strong invitation from Australia, but also from around the world. And mm, yeah. I, first, what phone did you shoot on? But also, what challenges did you find and opportunities moreover? Because there are ways, there are opportunities with a smartphone which you won't get with any other much more stockier camera. Uh, sure, sure, yeah. Um, well, I guess shooting uh, in you know quickly in different locations was was really good because um, you know we shot uh, we shot near a station and we just had a few people uh, working with us so. Um, uh, th- that was really good. Um, we used a little gimbal stabilizer as well on some of our shots, so we get really nice, smooth, you know, kind of tracking shots. And um, actually, most of them were shot at my my home, um, so that was that was interesting as well. Um, yeah, there was it was um, it was really surprising how well the phone, which was an iPhone eight, I think, uh, did in in low light. And uh, we actually lit it with a whole bunch of lights that we bought from Bunnings. We just got yeah, a nice. whole bunch of LED lights, awesome. these little ones that you put with batteries and you stick them on a wall mm-hmm. and you can, like dim it and and uh, and whatnot. Uh, so it was real guerrilla style filmmaking. We really uh, just dived in and um, and uh, I think it, yeah, I think it came out pretty pretty well. It looks quite cinematic. I can think. you give us a bit of a tease about what it's about? Uh, it's about. A guy who's kind of stalked by a creepy thing. That's about it, really. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. Really. Okay. Um, Cold. Hmm? Yeah, I only know the title and the Cold cover art. art. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we've been to a few SF3s together, and um, it's this festival has grown. Do you think there's a reason for that, and why are people attracted to shooting on smartphones, and why is this becoming, or is this becoming a burgeoning and even stronger medium? Everyone carries a phone. And the quality that you get on phones is is getting better and better. Um, besides the fact that you can shoot like in four K on a phone now, um, I think is is just the the way they can work better in low light and the, the color that you get on those phones, um, and even the stabilization in them. So you can you can get quite nice like so, sort of professional looking shots. I think with, with a phone. Um, and I think like in the old days when you had you know eight mil and sixteen mil kind of cameras, which were kind of the affordable ways of making a like a low budget film, um, these days you've got f- smartphones. Like that's kind of taking over in, in that sense. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's 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 like what happened you know, like ten years ago with with a Canon five D. Suddenly you've got this really cheap, affordable camera that could be used uh, and you know, was used and still is used, I think, on uh, Hollywood you well, know, budget feature films. Does, so. Here's the, the question is, does the surge of creativity come from the idea and then you use whatever tool you can get your hands on to make it or does it come from the gear? You know what I mean? It's like now you know, people, when the 5D came about, thought, okay, I've got this shallow depth of field. It looks, it's, I, I'm not just making a movie with a handy cam. This looks like a movie. And now suddenly we're getting to, in through different kind of um, technical specifications, but we're getting somewhere near that with people's phones. Like, don't be ashamed of how uh, the footage from your phone looks because it can hold up on a big screen. May as well make a movie. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I saw an interview with one of the former winners of SF3. I can't remember her name. Molina Wojcicki or Ren Thackham. Ren, potentially. yeah. I saw an interview with her um, on um, like Sunrise one morning and uh, she was talking about the film that she made for, for SF3 a few years ago. And Review. She shot in the 72 hours. Amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah, she does. Um, and, you know, they asked her about um, how people should use a smartphone and I think her, I think her answer was really good. Uh, and that was, she said, 
you know, don't treat it like a smartphone. Treat it like a cinema camera. camera. You know, take it seriously and, you know, frame your shots up properly and and you'll get great results. So, yeah. Yeah, no, she, she's gone on some amazing stuff from that. Um, she came second at Short Plus Suite, the Jury and Audience Award the other night. We actually caught a couple of the other mm-hmm. flicks. And, yeah, um, it's really exciting. So... That is screening um, on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And before then, I should also mention SF3 Kids is yeah, yeah. on, which is on the Saturday, Saturday yeah. at 2 p.m. And then the Masterclass. Um, the Blue Moon is at 7 p.m. on mm-hmm. Saturday. And the, um, the SF360 and the gala event is at 4.30 and then followed by the gala awards at 6 o'clock. That's mm. been really exciting to look forward yeah. to. And um, you would shoot, a, you would see, um, going back to Chris's earlier question, a lot of different fil- features or films, short films, come through Kino Sydney, some which we shot on cameras and varying levels of professional gear and others which were shot on iPhones and do you find there's this variation? Uh, yeah absolutely we get all sorts of films at Kino from uh, yeah very sort of amateur level filmmakers and 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 professionals as well and yeah they're all, all using different kinds of gear um, and uh, it's amazing the uh, that it's amazing the level of quality someone can get sometimes by just shooting something on their own um, we have a, a filmmaker who's uh, been coming along to Kino for a couple of years now. Um, his name's Shu Lee, and uh, I remember when he started, he um, you know he, he just does pretty much everything on his own with his with his camera, his old PC, you know, and like he's he's not a professional filmmaker. He does this you know kind of in his spare time. He's got a couple of kids, but he finds a way to to make it make it work, and you can see the progress that he's made because he pretty much submits a film every month. And the evolution of his craft and his vision is, is is astounding, and it's great to see that that kind of growth. I think and yeah. shoe sh- stuff is amazing, and mm. I've always enjoyed seeing it at Kino. And the next one is coming up at Sun Studios Alexandria. It is. It's on uh, next week on Tuesday the seventeenth, and uh, we have a competition next week actually because we like to run some little competitions on the night. So we're going to have an Instagram video competition where people have to recreate scenes from their favourite films or recreate sort of iconic scenes on the night. So they're going to shoot it, upload Instagram, and they'll get a couple of passes to the Nightingale if they are successful. A, A very good film, which is absolutely worth seeing. So that is on the 17th. Absolutely do head along if you're feeling some more filmmaking post in the Underground because there's also masterclasses and a lot of filmmaking events at the Underground Film Festival this weekend. Yeah, that's right. Um, we've got um, a script writing workshop um, with um, Nico. I, I can never pronounce his last name. Lathimos. Lathorus. Not Lathimos. But um, that's sold out, unfortunately. So I don't know why I'm talking about it. But <laughs> but he um he, he's done the Mad Max um uh, franchise basically with George Miller and stuff. So he's definitely involved in all of them. Um, there's the Dark Art of the Interview with Anna Brunowski. I don't know if um you've seen her last. Yeah, yeah. 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 career. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, aim high and creation. And yeah, one on yeah. Pauline Hanson. That's right. Yeah. Recently, yeah. Um, and she also did um uh, Forbidden Lies. Um, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. So she's so she yeah, yeah. M- knows how to extract stuff out of people, and um, you know the 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 word download is um that you know it's, it's techniques you you're not taught in in um film school or art school and and ones that are maybe looked down upon. One that really stood out to me of of the masterclasses was the financial domination one because oh, yeah. beyond appearing in Use Me, I was thinking like 
how does this relate to Sydney Underground Film Festival? Well, it's, it's one of my crazy ideas. Like, I, you know, Catherine's like, really? I like, <laughs> I heard that Sierra Lynch is coming out for the film, um, and I know that she has a lot of um, fans here. Um, so I'm like, oh let's get to do a workshop and she's like what could she do i'm like maybe a cam girl workshop <laughs> so we hit her up with that because i've never heard of a cam girl workshop i i'd do it um uh so yeah so this one is she's like i'll do do something like that but it's um based on what i do which is um her her thing is like she's a financial dominatrix so she basically her career this is like the best career in the world she spends <laughs> people's money um people yeah give her their account and she can pay herself whatever she wants and they get off on that and i'm just like can can i have this job i'm definitely going to sit in on Jeez. it if i can i might be able to fund the festival with this <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible stuff so the weekend we're going to be talking more about the city underground film festival and festivals happening this weekend everything on the podcast if you're listening to the podcast just keep listening or if you're listening to us now stay tuned for the sonic assassin and subscribe to the podcast but uh for those who want to head to stuff this weekend how do we get there? Um, so it's in Maracle, 105 Victoria Road. Uh, it's at the Factory Theatre. Um, so just go to the website, suff.com.au, and grab your tickets. Um, opening night's almost sold out. So yeah, if you um, can't be guaranteed that there was any tickets left for that, but we'll see. And also this week, that's this from the 12th to 15th at Maryville's Factory Theatre. Kino Sydney is on the 17th at, at Sun Studios Alexandria at 6.30pm. Get your flicks in. SF3 screening at Event Cinema's George Street over the weekend. SF3 Kids. And the Blue Moon is on the Saturday. And then the Gala VIP Drinks, SF360, and the Gala Finals are on Sunday night. I want to thank Brian Fisher and Seven of Pescu for coming on and continuing to chat to us on the podcast. This has been Glenn Falcons and Chris Emmons and Rat Nehru. I'm, we are so, so happy for this weekend. You will see us and hear us post an incredible time at, at movies. Maybe. Have a wonderful <laughs> night. We could also get Enjoy killed movies. by an asteroid. So let's wait and see. Welcome back to the Film Fight Club podcast. We are talking festivals, and specifically right now, this is the Underground Film Festival, which is screening this weekend, and we have a pretty crazy weekend ahead of us. It is crazy, but I found a film which no, is very Not as crazy as... Yeah, you know. DMT. Very, very <laughs> no, um, <laughs> that too. But also, like, this is a found a film which is very unlike stuff. So, because this is very, you know, I would think this is more in like an art gallery kind of oh. going crowd, you know. Because also, uh, the exhibition was there at the Art Gallery in New South Wales not too long ago. So, the Marcel Duchamp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as the documentary. And that is playing it soft, which is the most posh thing playing it stuff <laughs> in like at least a decade nothing else it's it's hard uh, it's hard for us n to ignore people like this shop because he's such a, a hero <laughs> i mean he's such an icon and, and yeah yeah and, and i mean yeah nude descending a staircase or his um urinal you know what i mean like they're, they're iconic and they change the world so you know um and i guess um it's kind of like like the proto suff kind of methodology of you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. WTF art, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, the data movement and whatever not. So you know, so there is um, uh, th there's some there is a little highbrow to us somewhere that's <laughs> <laughs> represented by one <laughs> film in our program. There's a second bit of class. <laughs> the afternoon, if you make it up. There's more than that, right? Because you guys do have the Inhuman screening. Oh, that's right. We we have the yeah. That's right. Yeah. We, we've always down and you know chilling with people that's right well being an academic um being an academic it's it's um hard to ignore that in intellectual side of um uh, of culture so you know we, we try to integrate it so yeah um you know duchamp film and ac academic 
comfort. <laughs> no, 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 that's that's how actually weirdly that's the that's how I heard about Soft the first time around. Oh, through through the Inhumans. Conference. Oh no way! Because when my best friend Alex was doing a PhD in visual arts. Oh, he's uh, he's running yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, used to, he used to do it, and it was like, oh, you should come around. I'm like, oh, no, no. And it's like, okay, no, no, did, it's gonna be fun. Did he tell you we got Adrian Martin this time around? Yeah, oh, yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was he was crying for the longest time. Like, oh, yeah. you never get Adrian Martin. Get Adrian we 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 tried for Zizek two years in a row. <laughs> he did respond to us. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, but his response was, "I'm too old." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, that would have been a, it's such an incredible get. Oh, I'm we're gonna ask it him every have, year it would have sold out instantly <laughs> yeah yeah we we know that and we also know that we could get someone to pay for his flight and stuff like that so um he's cancelled now he's no longer cool with all the you know intellectual debate. so so he can uh downgrade to sydney underground well that's right yeah. maybe yeah. we can have him yeah <laughs> um i was actually thinking um one of my dreams so one of my dreams was to have an academic conference and another one of my dreams was to have a conference called academics on drugs yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, go run concurrently. <laughs> so you know, it could be anything from pharmacology to cultural studies. You know, like, it's an exploration uh, into the mind, or it could be an experiential thing. So, yeah, if an academic wanted to drop something, they'll all be there at the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, That's the conference I need to be at. Yeah, sounds good. Um, and yeah, cool. And one, I, I, what I would like to touch is. <laughs> Glenn is struggling for a segue. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't going to do a segue here. I was just going to jump straight in. I really liked um, last, was it, it was two years ago, when you had the folks come out who would find obscure tapes and obscure videos oh, yeah. from, oh, that yeah. aren't on the internet. The found footage. Oh, that's it. Film festival, guys. I think it's well, found, yeah, found footage yeah. festival. So yeah. getting sued. This, yeah, this year. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> and there's a couple of those types of sessions, interactive. Yeah, one of which is timed for the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Uh, what, of what? Yeah, the the moon landing uh, event. Cons- yes. Whatever, however you want to refer to it. That's right. Yeah. The, the uh, Jamie and Aspasia. Yeah. yeah. The. Um, moon conspiracy extravaganza yeah um yeah that's it I, i'm i'm going to be curious to see what how they present it because i've had many conversations with them about it <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm, I'm i'm just curious i mean there are lots of anomalous questions around the moon and the moon landing so i want to see how they pull it all together <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's a good contrast to we reviewed apollo 11 earlier in the year and but now we get to see the real story because that was a movie that tried to make reality feel like a movie in the way it was edited, and this one's going to show you that the movie was the reality all along. Well, it's half a movie, it's half a presentation. Yeah, it's kind of like a yeah, like it sounded better. In a, a, if you have you guys been to Mew Mason Archives? Yes. Yeah, so it's it's going to be a little bit like that, you know. Um, so a bit of talking, a bit of presenting, and um, so sort of pseudo lecture slash video essay on the fly <laughs> yeah our movies and archives for those who haven't uh, is, is held or was held weekly at public house peterson by jay katz and miss death and it's amazing cult screenings of films you wouldn't see anywhere i saw the dead kids there a few weeks ago it was the second to last screening i think the screen attack of the woman i know i saw manna's hands of fate for the first and only time there and they're great so they're definitely worth seeking out and they do a lot of cultural and music themed events around sydney and they're always there. They're always something to hang out with. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's, that's half the fun of the festival. Just the, I go to a lot the festival for a lot of punk gigs and metal gigs, and it's just that sort of environment meld with the film crowd. Wait, wait sorry, what? 
yeah, to the venue. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I have weekends. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. But you said punk gigs and metal gigs. I'm still like, my brain is trying to like process that. It's one of the best venues in Sydney. I know, right. but like, I can process you at a metal gig. Is we'll, we'll go. <laughs> it'll, it'll be great. I'll take you. you, no, you no. Your mind will be expanded. We'll no, make my a mind film will about be expanded, it. But I just need yes. To like, yeah. yeah, I actually would watch that film. <laughs> make a film about Glenn going to a metal gig. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> juxtaposed with Celine. Yeah, I'm not even joking. She's incredible. I'm not, e- I'm not even joking. Glenn, yeah. Uh, yeah, and we can. Ha- sh- I saw you coming back from the gym the other day for in Chippendale with like your eyes closed, like head banging, like I slightly. And I've, that what? scene's definitely going to be in there so, somewhere. Oh, okay. Wow. So yeah. Glenn, just right. just reveal. I, maybe I've been making this film already. Stalking you. He knows my route. Oh God. Oh no. Guys, just for context, I mean. Glenn has this persona of loving Taylor Swift and musicals, but that's all I a do. Lie. I wish I wore my Taylor Swift <laughs> reputation today. I almost did. That's a lie. He's clearly a headbanging metalhead <laughs> that we've, you know, secretly not been aware of. You can be both. You should watch Taylor Swift's Def Leppard um, duo thing. Anyway, we should talk more about the underground. Film we festival. should. What <laughs> other <laughs> films? Speaking of moon landing. <laughs> oh yeah, this, I'm, I'm wearing the Parks Telescope jersey um i got this there it was made from the wool of the sheep at the paddock and there's the dishes still there <laughs> and they tell me the moon landing they were involved somehow i don't know if i believed anything they said <laughs> they, were, they were very self-promoting you know i, I just i took it with a grain of salt so the sheep or like <laughs> <laughs> the radioactive sheep yes they yeah, were okay, look, sure. they were just arrogant and rude yeah. so <laughs> what other films that we haven't drawn attention to which is most of them yeah. would you recommend oh mope mope is one of my sort of um the, the porn one yeah right? um and it's because um i watched it a second time as well and um uh the first time they only gave us a screener so i think i must have like skip the text at the beginning right. uh, and the text says this actually happened so i i skipped that watch the thing oh, went important. oh what an entertaining yeah. film uh, and then when i watched it the second time i'm like this actually happened <laughs> oh that footage at the back wasn't like faked footage it was actually real news footage and that just adds another layer to it all because okay. yeah you're just going oh my god this thing actually happened in in the la porn industry right now but it's really funny till a certain point then it's not funny Right, <laughs> oh, yeah. but that's life, right? Yeah. Before you realize it, it's a cruel joke on you. Yeah, yeah. you've just nailed the film <laughs> for the main character. Yeah, I saw the trailer. They seem the first time I saw Love Actually. That's how I felt. Yeah. A, a completely different movie. Oh, but there speaking is of Love Actually, romantic comedy. Perfect segue. Yes. Yeah, we have. But hang on, hang on. But it was too good a segue opportunity for me not to take. But can we just? briefly get more in depth of what mope is about oh yeah so it's about uh, <laughs> <laughs> the chris tucker and jackie chan of porn um, okay so they say no more <laughs> the, the, these two guys who really uh, are in love with the the form um, i was gonna say art form but i'm saying form um, and um uh, and they really want to be porno stars but so they take whatever job they can and so they guess they, they start as mopes which are just people that hang around and are extras in bukkake scenes and clean the setup and mm. whatever not get paid nothing and um and um yeah and then um they sort of go about trying to um become sort of stars and they find their niche in getting kicked in the nuts oh uh, man yeah. Jesus. As, as no one wants to do it very yeah. <laughs> the trailer was just that one clip yeah <laughs> and it was just repeatedly oh i i, I couldn't oh, I, I couldn't 
Stefan. No, no, I'm <laughs> feeling it right now. Because yeah, the economics of that actually are kind of very interesting. Because <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to hear this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let, let, let me redeem myself if I can. If I can. Because uh, uh, I think Mia Khalifa came out recently and she just said she only made like 12 grand out of all the videos. Yeah, but yeah. her porn career was quite brief, actually. It, it, She's just yeah, become was, famous it, it, yeah. after the fact. So, so when people are like, wow, 12 grand, that's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. But she wasn't like famous doing tons but of but work also, like, for a long time. If that, if that is like a lead role kind of thing. Then you can imagine, like you know, what people who are not getting paid that. Kind yeah, of it does. It does show you what it's looking, like. Yeah. So that yeah, that became more academic point than I was thinking was. Yeah. So speaking of academic points, romantic comedy. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like a video essay, I guess, um, uh, on yeah, romantic comedies deconstructing sort of romantic comedies and all cut together. It's it's. Um, yeah, it, we don't. Um, it's hard to get something like a video essay that's quite entertaining, and uh, apart from like Zizek or something. So yeah, so it was really good to find one and and put that in. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. cool. Yeah, and one I've managed to catch a uh, Dreamland with uh, okay. and very a smorgasbord. I'm going to say uh, a visual palette, a visual. That's smorgasbord of a final sequence. That's the third time you've used that word. I don't think you know what it means. Smorgasbord. <laughs> yeah. I, I, there's no other. I, I don't think there are smorgasbord <laughs> underground film festival. <laughs> there, there are adequate adjectives <laughs> to describe parts of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Um, uh, it's 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 amazing, and it's got Henry Rollins in it, which is a really interesting role for Henry Rollins um, and Juliette Lewis too. I didn't even yeah. I didn't even pick her for for a I long just time. Felt, yeah. What? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, but even with Henry Rollins, I'm like, is it? Uh, oh, right. Oh, yeah, it's getting old. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's it's a it's an interesting story. It's got a dark a dark tinge to it, but it's very well visually stunning. Like the the way it's shot, and especially the end scene. And yeah, um, uh, I don't want to give too much away, but it's about a a hitman and um, and how he sort of ends up taking control because his boundaries are being pushed too far, sort of thing. Yeah. There's a brilliantly staged sequence between three characters in a shop towards the beginning of the film oh, yeah. where um, husband and wife and the main character and oh, there's, this, there's several just great encounters and there's a the uh, fellow, I forget the actor's name but he just chews the scenery in every scene um, he's the groom is he the Trump? No, oh uh, the Trump, he's uh, great but yeah. no, the, the vampire Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, yeah. He's, he's, he's operating a whole yeah, level. Just, just to be clear, this is another one of the movies that I didn't see it like Glenn did, but I, it was another one I lumped into the the WTF. Yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, sorry, I, yeah. I, I totally forgot about that. With the whole vampire angle. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. See, so it's just yeah. There's a lot of films like that where you just because <laughs> you kind of latch onto one strand of it, your brain can't latch onto all. Of it. And that was one of the things where I'm like, huh, the vampire. Yeah. This, is, this is here. And just his maniacal glare in every single <laughs> sequence, and just managed to make it more exaggerated and more extreme in each successive scene. And the final, like the whole, the final scene is just great. Yeah, that's amazing. So yeah, I can't say too much about that. No, I'm give away. There's another Takeshi Miike film, but Miike films and Shion Sono films have become 
like tradition at stuff. Yeah. There's always got to be some kind of Japanese wackiness. Yeah, yeah. At least, at least hopefully not like Ichi the Killer, but uh, yeah. And, and, and they don't do a Sino Sono where they go into a vampire's vagina. Um, I know, yeah. but <laughs> no, this guy, this guy ditched oh, me. Really? It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I know. Rod is pointing. I just want to give context yeah. for the radio listeners out there. I everyone is like yeah. yeah. Rod is pointing. She accuses like Glenn yeah, right yeah. now. So he well, walked in with me and he said, "I will do this marathon." And then he conveniently just walked out five minutes in. And then I was just left all alone. To watch some crap movie that no one no, remembers. No, I watched the one about the artist who was uh, who had been visited by aliens and oh, created yeah. art about all the encounters. Yes, yes, yes. Beautiful yeah, imagery. Yeah. Exactly. Shit didn't you watch the time travel one? I don't know. <laughs> didn't you watch some like DeLorean time travel thing? No, I, I saw that too. Okay. It was a long night. Like they, 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 cuz the screenings yeah. go to what after midnight. I know. Yeah. Cuz yeah, no, Sony one was There's like no uh hours. no breakfast cereal this year. No yeah, no I cartoon. Know. I know. Or late I, night cereal. I was so disappointed about that like um Okay, Look, we need the cannabis. Like, like push the... <laughs> yeah, no, I see, we need both. <laughs> they, they, yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. They, they go together. Look, I, I don't know if our contact there has left or something, or maybe we pissed them off or something. I don't I, I don't think so. Like, But but also it could have been Kath. Kath could have sabotaged it. I don't know. Because I said to Kath, like, hey, are we doing this again? And she's like, do you really want to do that again? I'm like, yes, of course. Yeah. We want to do this again. And... um. And she's like, all right, I'll send an email. And it was kind of like oh. half ass. So, <laughs> right. But look, I, I'm bringing it back next year. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even if I have to make oatmeal myself. Right. <laughs> Guys, we need to crowdfund cereal. There's a okay, it's the one time a year I eat sugar in the morning. As Chris has alluded to, I go to the gym. Yeah. So <laughs> this is my like cheat day. <laughs> and I need it back, Stefan. I need it back. Yeah, no, I agree <laughs> with you. Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> fruit Loops, man. I'm the same. Once a year I eat Fruit Loops and at the festival. <laughs> I'm very conservative. I just want rice bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I could just keep throwing out movies and asking you about them, but no, if I, I, how about we talk about potential things? What you want to see at the first? I want to like, see sort of trust because um, Lynn Shelton. I've really enjoyed some of her films. She's oh, kind of like hit and miss this, for me. This one's this one's good. Yeah. Well, did you like Hump Day? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you liked Hump Day, this is definitely like um, it's it's funnier. The, okay. The, yeah. 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 Uh, the, there's a better deadpan delivery to it, and so you could. It's kind of weird. It, we've we've all mumblecore. You know how mumblecore's kind of evolved. I don't actually think the forms evolved. I think the filmmakers just got better. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. so, but mumblecore's kind of kind of weird in that like it never really had much of a form in the first place. Yeah, the form yeah. was was like me and my friends. Yeah, yeah. and like Jim you know just. Probably just went but Jim Jarmusch is not mumblecore. Jim Jarmusch is like self consciously European, and mumblecore is like. We've got a zoom lens it'll do yeah. <laughs> yeah, like four friends so yeah um, so, so it's lynn shelton sort of caught up to um the duplass brothers sort of yeah in yeah yeah and um so this is quite entertaining um mark maron's in it uh, apparently which one yeah. sort of trust mark maron apparently oh yeah 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 no yeah, 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 yeah absolutely yeah sorry yeah again see it slipped my mind <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, uh but yeah um yes the comedians he's really good um, yeah yeah um the plot of this one is about someone inheriting a sword that supposedly proves that the south won the civil war and trying to sell it yeah and and it, it's hey. it's fun because it plays with the fake news 
thing, the right. conspiracy theory thing. It, it it's a nice take on that. So yeah, um, and there's a beautiful twist at the end too. Yeah, I, I think okay. the point we're trying to make is that we just end up there at the factory theater on Friday, and then we don't get out until Monday. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we that's, do. Look, that's basically. Yeah, my my weekend. We should do a lock-in festival. Like yeah, yes. I'd say. I say yeah. I, I just go to Source down the road or Griffin. No, but you were not allowed to go down. No, the road. We'd, we'd have to provide you food and beds and stuff. Yeah. We've got to do that one year. Like, yeah, it's yeah. that hangout. I mean, the, the jerk chicken place is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Phil, yeah. actually, that that's that's a question. So, Are how we, do you? What is the jerk chicken coming back? <laughs> yeah. how, how do you pace yourself? It's like I'm going to be there the whole weekend. If you want to, no, but like seriously, is the jerk? No. It, 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 it is there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally. So you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> and Young Henry's is jerk there. chicken is uh, coming uh, back. Um, the sponsor this year is Grifters. Oh, cool. oh even better. Yeah, don't tell And, and they've, got, and they've got a little little bar there. So yeah. um, cool. they have four stouts um, on tap at the place down the road, and they're like three of them are just they're, they're all good, but three of them are just like absolutely spectacular. <laughs> so totally worth. That's that's so great. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was yeah, very very happy they. <laughs> just on the the lock-in idea, maybe you should try doing take forty-eight as a lock-in thing. Just that's lock absolutely. people in. Yeah, so that's a really good idea. They don't get released until they have a film ready. You know? That's really I like that too. And it, you, if you had an amazing location like this year, then that would that would make it even better. It's right? a great idea. And, and then make a reality TV show on that and yeah. sell that. Just have <laughs> cameras <laughs> everywhere. Oh, yeah. You'll be constantly. <laughs> but you, you also you'll you've got, you'll have like the Red Bull thing container but you'll also have like this this secret mystery box and like halfway through it's like this is like choose your weapon oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could we could we could we could make a tv show out of this this is do, yeah, do you yeah. remember it's stream it live as well yeah. the, the movies love the movies about the movies yeah do, do you remember that tv show that was i think it was called Gogglebox? no the great race or something yeah. amazing race the amazing race amazing race yeah 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 that i used to watch that religiously amazing like yeah race. like I, I don't know bring that back you know like and <laughs> yeah. so each show is a 48 hour thing and yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just seeing all these what is it this is the end the seth rogan film where they remake pineapple express in the house with all this <laughs> they made pineapple oh, express yeah. too that's right that, that, a lot of the films i could see like, well, we need to kill Woody Harrelson thing. because he's <laughs> yeah, going to be US about, president. Talking about this is the end. What happened to Jay Baruchel? He just dropped off the universe. You know. He just didn't have the X factor. Because <laughs> no. uh, there could only be one Michael Sarah. But um, <laughs> Francis Ferguson. Speaking of, oh yeah, no, I don't actually have an X factor segue. Yeah. But um, <laughs> Hello, Ronan. I, I, just, I just really want to see Francis Ferguson. That, uh, it's yeah. really good. Have it. So you, you haven't seen a screener of that? Seen it. I've seen the trailer. I know um, the main stars are in it, and I know yeah. the very basic premise. And you know Bob Byington from Infinity Baby? He did Infinity Baby. Yes. Yeah, so did you watch that? I missed Infinity Baby. That one's really good. So it's a very it's, it's kind of like mumblecore-ish in its essence, but, but the dialogue's really damn good. Um, and... So Francis Ferguson's like that, but the subject matter is um, what's well, about stat statutory, statutory rape. Um, so it's a girl who, like a girl female teacher that sleeps with, um, and I'm not giving anything away by saying this with. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So so it's kind of contentious. So much about subject it. matter for it to be a comedy. <laughs> it's like how did how did South Park have done it and these and whoever and the producers here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think I think you're right because I think people are not. It's not the subject matter that's like you know putting people off. It's just the fact that it's being treated like a comedy. Yeah, which I think a lot of people are just like, whoa. Yeah, so it's really interesting. Can it, I even laugh at this? Well, Am my, I even allowed to? My um my assistant programmer, uh, well, the leader was a comedy co-programmer. Yeah, satire. Yeah, but you know, I think I think we are at the stage where like 
thing. Treatment has become such a big part of like how people respond to things. Mm. We're like preconditioned to mm. be like, I'm not supposed to respond with something like this. Are you treating yeah. this seriously enough? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> this um. is a serious subject. It's, it deserves to be made into a serious film. But Bob, Bob Byington's done a good, great job with it, actually. Not just good job. If anyone could do it, it's him. But um, but you, you're right. It, it's, a, it's a sensitive issue. And, and um, my, my co-programmer, he, he wrote like this, like, for the launch he wrote like little lines that i should say and for that film he he wrote um the funniest film you you'd ever see about um statutory rape and i'm like no <laughs> i cannot say that like this do you understand be true. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, but, but it's right but it's right like you can't you can't fault this yeah. and it was, wasn't that the isabel huper one which was also really funny oh, uh, l. L. but that, that was that's about just like not even statutory rape that's just like hardcore rape yeah that's okay. but it's a great movie seriously <laughs> great movie. Oh, it's one of the really best it's, it's not a comedy it's got overriding comedy elements I would say. No, I, I, yeah I, I, but it was also hilarious, yeah, hilarious and it also managed not to trivialize its subject yeah. but that's a that's a matter for the debate but so it can be I, done yeah guys. it's fantastic <laughs> anyway yeah and oh. one i'm my I had a fr- friend, Simon, we go to a, one or two movies every year. We saw Fix and Velvet together. <laughs> and he reached out to me and said, Glenn, there's one I want to see this year. And he wants to see Tone Deaf. That's oh, his pick yes. of the festival. That, that's, that is a good pick, actually. And you know what? It's not doing as well as it should. It's um, Richard Bates Jr. who did um, Suburban Gothic. And I can't remember the one before that. But um, he's, again, like a really good up-and-comer, um, like Bob Byington. Um and um, yeah, tone deaf's like hilarious. Uh, it's um, it's basically about a um, Trump supporter, um, like sort of right wing sort of Trump supporter. I'm with you so far, okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> that ends up uh, he hates millennials, and then he, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> <laughs> and so he puts his um, he he puts his house on um, Airbnb, and a millennial. Of course, um, picks it up or whatever, and and then he decides to kill this millennial just <laughs> just because he had a, it's one thing he wants to do before he dies. <laughs> Bucket list. <laughs> that's, that's that's what the film's about. It's amazing. <laughs> and one we've talked about a lot of the comedies and a lot of the I guess shocky ones, but one that's um, much more serious or drama, as I understand, is Alice. I know it's oh, screened yeah. Victoria. I missed it there, but I'm really keen to see it. I think it's on the Saturday afternoon. Yeah, that's right. And Alice. Uh, Alice. Okay. And on that note too, uh, Josephine Macaras is actually coming out. So oh, we wow. did we didn't know that before we published the program, mainly because you know distributors don't communicate with anyone, <laughs> no. so they didn't communicate with the director. And the director's contact yeah, is gone. That's amazing. It's, it's, it's surprisingly really good, and, and uh, yeah, I got it at MIF as well. So Alice is. Really That's good. sold out three yeah. three screenings yeah. at MIF. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so she's she's gonna be there, um, and a few of the I think some of the um, uh, like one of the producers or something as well. So there's gonna be a few wow. people there. So um, hopefully that'll be a, and for an Australian film as well. Like it's it's really pretty amazing. Um, but it's it's about um, uh, a woman that sort of finds out that her husband's sort of seeing a call girl or whatever, and then sort of. Um, in investigating that kind of ventures into that world. So yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. it goes into a completely different direction than I was expecting. Yeah, like yeah. The first third, I was like, oh, this, oh, this is, I know where this is going. And then it's like, oh, okay, then maybe I don't know where this yeah, is Yeah, going. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I really like that as well. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, some really good Sundance fix, actually, uh, this year in the festival, which, you know, 
haven't got overlooked it everywhere else. It's well, greener grass, I'm, it's, that's one that I'm just so surprised has been overlooked. Like yeah. it's, it, I was going to open with greener grass. Oh, it was okay. that good that, yeah, it, it's hard to open with a film like that because you're like, I don't know how many people are going to trust it, but it is, like if I had to pick one film that I want to watch with an audience, it's greener grass. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, I can't wait because but watching on my own. But if you don't take a risk, it's tough. Like, why are you really coming to that festival? Too? Yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That's, yeah. And our audience, uh, the ticket sales have been showing that, though. That Because um, I've put a lot of films that I thought, oh, there's no names in this. Let's put in the smaller cinema. They're the ones that are sold out first and have to switch them out. Right. So it's been good. I think our audiences are sort of taking risks. Um, but, yeah, greener grass. Mate. Speaking Risky. of risks, um, just listening to you talk about these films just gave me the urge to make a film and try and submit it into your festival. Um, and I was, yeah. just, I was just thinking there's a lot of randomness in the Kino uh, community uh, in a creative way. Um, I don't know if you can answer this, but what do you look for? What's your If you have a selection criteria, what do you look for in, in films that get us off? So um, our base criteria across everything is just something that's um, pushing some sort of boundary, like braid aesthetically sort of, and a wacky storyline yeah. as well. Um, uh, um, Harmony Korean, mm. um, his um, you know his take on on Cheech and Chong. Mm. Um, uh, so so um, oh, you know Jesus shows you the way to the highway. You know it's just like mm. aesthetically bizarre, and the storyline's just crazy. Mm. Um, mm. So it still has to be cohesive and stuff. And this is there's that fine balance, but it's just got to be doing something different. Is is it political? Is it um, you know, um, aesthetically cutting edge is it? Um, yeah, story wise, sort of shocking or or, or interesting. Um, look, there's there's a, a really good chance if um, you know, you make a horror film with a you know seven foot chainsaw in it, um, we'll screen it. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Challenge yeah. accepted. Like yeah. um, <laughs> on this subject, I want to. You know, October, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> on this subject Mandy too. <laughs> I want to point out that the um, the short film programs itself are really really good. Yeah, um, I look. I, I'm I'm amazed by Australian short film. Like uh, almost half the programs bloody Australian because we're mm. just making crazy ass short films. Like so, technically it's up there. The acting's up there, and then you just got these crazy storylines. So yeah, um, uh, there's a lot of risk taking in in short films. Um, it'll be. I mean, speaking of that, features, if you think of the Australian features we got this year, right, so you've got Locus, um, you've got Use Me. Um, so think of Use Me, Use Me is, a, is amazing. And um, for full disclosure, that was one of my ex-students. Um, I programmed the film before I knew that. Wow. So that, that was, um, yeah. Um, it's a nice pat of encouragement to yourself that you gave yeah, uh, it, unintentionally. Well, yeah, because I was going... I, I recognized the guy and then uh, and then I'm like just left my mind and then came back and went oh my god that's Julian Shaw yeah so um, uh, but it's really nice to see that he uh, did this genre bending thing where um, or this hyper real doco where it, it starts off as a doco and then turns into a, a fictionalized sort of thing um, uh, so yeah so whether it's in the form or content or something mm -hmm. just um, but yeah tons of Australian stuff um Locus, like unbelievable. Alice. Um, uh, what else have we got that's Australian? Um, there's got to be another one, but I 
don't know. I'm flicking through. <laughs> Actually, there was one on the matter of shorts that was really keen to ask about, and I only learned this from actually Suf's social media, and there is a short series from a Ukrainian filmmaker oh, yeah. who uh, has been in the news very recently. Oh, maybe you know more than <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I said, yeah, I understand he was um, detained. Oh, yeah, 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 the, 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 the one, that's right, he just got released. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what was his name? Help me out. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, uh, his name was, I don't know his name. Um, I saw it on... I will you got released it. from jail yeah, yeah, yeah. or asylum or... Uh, yeah, so it is... House arrest? Uh, yeah, he was... Un- okay. I'm not sure if it was house arrest or... Uh, but yeah, it was... Um, he was arrested and held in Ukraine. Um, and it was Mr. Julian Knish? No, Julian Knish is the, the curator for that. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh that's what it said. Oh, sorry, here we are. Um, Oleg Sensov. That's it. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the wrong part <laughs> of the program. Be, be clear about that. So, yeah. Very, so very, <laughs> very important. No, no one to, to defame anyone. And, and it was funny. The way, the way I found out is because the web designer is like, hey, dude, do you want me to still put this on the web? And I'm like, well, did Julian tell you to put it on the web for that session? He goes, yeah. And I'm like, well, then, yeah. And he goes, but the guy got released. And this is release whatever and I'm like, oh the guy got released oh, right that's yeah. good <laughs> so, that's, yeah. so yeah um yeah it just, just happened the other day so i don't look to be honest i don't know that profoundly about the politics like i um i i'm intrigued that um about sort of marginal cinema and that's why i i, I really like the ukrainian stuff because i'm like um this and and i was right some of the crazy stuff that comes out of there and whenever you get a, a country that's kind of like marginalized um in the eyes of the West and stuff like that, it, they produce some really crazy stuff. And some of the films that I've seen from the Ukraine are pretty amazing. So, um, but yes, but that guy, I, I'm sure it was some sort of political reason. He was. Yeah, that's, so that's the impression I got very strongly. Something so. to do with Russia, I'm sure. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that that does happen. So yeah, that'll be a great session. That is on, I think, on the Saturday. Yes, yeah, in the afternoon. And also that day, you have um, my last question for you is that you have two um, features on classic filmmakers and films um, one on Alien yep. um, which we've all seen and also on Friedkin I used to live in the Exorcist Steps in Washington DC and I used to walk up and down on them every day and uh, it's not too scary for me anymore but um, the images in the Exorcist still continue to haunt many an audience um, so the time well, and will for time memorial yeah well Friedkin Uncut was was a fantastic doco and I say was because we just found out that we had to <laughs> pull the film oh, what happened <laughs> right. oh, just the distributors were being idiots so, you know, okay. it always happens once it, in a while it, it actually helps um, me plan my set that Saturday morning yeah so, so you can take Friedkin off that list um, look yeah um, it, it was really cool and, and Exorcist was one of my favourite well, you know what I still get freaked out watching Exorcist yeah. to this day like it's one of yeah. those films that the look like that oh, it's just haunting yeah. like the way the way it just establishes you know, like kind of the science of it at the beginning, like that it's, this is not a, uh, this is nothing natural here. You know? Yeah. They go through the whole process of, you know, um, put, you know, making us see doctors and all that kind of stuff. And then it just becomes more and more plausible. Yeah. yeah, know, yeah. That it's the devil, you know, and yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, and, and, and but he made other movies too. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, yeah, but yeah. he's remembered for that. <laughs> yeah, just a bit of trivia. My 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 mum's from Sri Lanka, and uh, one of the first films my father took her to see when she came to this country was The French the Connection, Connection. <laughs> <laughs> The Exorcist oh. and Deliverance. So, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. nice, Rom- awesome. romantic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
that's okay. my father. That's <laughs> on your dad. Yeah. Well done, dad. <laughs> and and of course, um, memory. Um, it's um, it's it's really cool because um, it sort of deconstructs sort of Alien as a feminist text, um, and um, and as a proper uh, body horror sort of um, film. And yeah, so it was quite an um, it's quite an interesting reading of it. Um, uh, and I mean that moment when the alien breaks out and mm. so goes down in cinematic history and they focus kind of on that moment actually um, and, and of course they go through Geiger and the issues with Geiger um, that Ridley Scott because Ridley Scott pulled Geiger back on so yeah Geiger was on originally and yeah so they go through all that and detail it and yeah it's kids today they know nothing they're just watching Timothy Chalamet and Lily Rose Depp <laughs> do they talk about Ron Cobb okay all? Oh, gee. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I don't know. So, Virat is, is uh, <laughs> trying out for the guy who wants to kill the millennial. Yeah, um, <laughs> and just for the record, yeah. the Lily Rose Depp film's coming out, Dreamland is not the film that's screening at the festival. No, There's probably a much better Dreamland. film screening <laughs> this weekend. Yes, There's right. three films called Dreamland in the next year. Isn't that crazy? Even what? we were like, even our designer picked the wrong image for Dreamland. Oh, no. like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing you want. <laughs> We're, yeah. we're, we're so keen for this weekend. It's going to be oh, so cool. great. Yeah. And yeah, we're going to be there. We've tried our best to extinguish all possibilities for conversation, but still they present them <laughs> themselves. So we'll have to forcibly cut ourselves off at this point. Cool. That's okay. But we, can, we can survive. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining no, us. Thank you. And thank, thank you, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. Kino is on the 17th. Mm-hmm. And then SF3 is this coming week at the event center is George Street. And we'll see you next week if we're, if we're recovered from the weekend. Can I just plug a couple other things oh yeah uh we've got our kino cabaret coming up in november the 48 hour challenge and so does melbourne yeah. melbourne kino we've both got kino cabarets pretty much back to back so do the australian tour yes yeah, that's a good east idea. coast it's tour yeah but once yeah. sydney is not left behind it'll be worth checking out yeah it'll be awesome i went down to richmond last year for it it was great and kino cabaret was i think as chris described it on air electric last year it was great it was, it was wonderful really, yeah it was really good so we're keen for that and We will see you next week. Have a wonderful night. Enjoy movies. Enjoy cannabis. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Have a good night.